If you want to learn the Mac Daddy trait that every woman who has her life fully in control embraces, learns, and lives by, then stay tuned. You don't want to miss a minute of today's episode. Listen, lady, you're capable, smart, and driven. Then why do you feel so overwhelmed? Hi, I'm Rudy Parikh, mom of two, wife of one, best-selling author, and former perfectionist. Okay, current, but working on it. I'm here to show rockstar professionals who are doing it all that you can have an amazing career, relationships, and life by taking control of your focus, habits, and goals. Join me for simple and motivating ways to squash overwhelm and reconnect with what matters most. Welcome to Productivity on Purpose. Hello, my friend. Welcome to Productivity on Purpose. I cannot thank you enough for joining me again. Seriously, you light up my heart. If it's your first time here, welcome. And I want to get you so excited today. After working with so many smart and driven kick-ass women and getting amazing results in reaching their goals and making the most of their time and feeling really successful and accomplished each day by taking them through my life in control system, I want to share with you today the number one trait that they have in common. And sometimes I'll have an episode title because I want to draw you in, right? I'm totally transparent about this. I'm like, I want them to click. I want them to listen. They'll get some value. But today, this is the truth. Like this truly is the universal trait. This is the trait that each and every woman I've partnered with learns and she becomes a master at. And this is the deciding factor between staying stuck in overwhelm and stress and anxiety or getting out of it and feeling rewarded and successful and accomplished and like truly reaching your goals professionally and personally. Because y'all, you know, it's not just home life. It's not just work life. It's life life. Can I hear an amen? All right. So before working together... Some women use this skill lightly. In fact, I'd say most women use this skill to a degree, but not 100%. Others, they might use it a little bit more often or maybe a higher quality, but not in all areas of their lives and certainly not to the level that they have the potential to reach and what they're capable of. So if you are an ambitious lady, which I'm sure you are since you're listening to this, The number one asset you must learn to build and to invest in to have a kick-ass life is, drum roll please, planning. Yes, planning. I have yet to stumble upon an asset that is as costly or as profitable, whether that means your professional profit or your personal success as planning. Okay, planning impacts your income. Planning impacts your consistency. Planning impacts your control in life. Planning impacts your relationships, your personal development, your growth. Okay, your fulfillment, your ability to feel accomplished, rewarded every day, and planning impacts your time and energy and health. OMG, planning is the be all and all. 
So if you're not where you want to be, I can guarantee you it's not a result of your intelligence. It's not a result of your drive or your consistency or even your willpower, but it is a result of your lack of planning. Okay, it is shocking how much of our time and energy is wasted on thinking about and assessing and reassessing and reprocessing and forgetting and remembering and recollecting and analyzing and procrastinating about what we should be doing. Am I right? Right? The amount of brain cells and energy we put towards that, that instead, if we were planning, we would be saving that energy, we would be building it up, and it would be putting it towards the people and things that matter most in our lives. Whether, by the way, that means reaching some goal at work or just having downtime for yourself or being more present for your family. Planning is where the magic happens. So if you haven't lost the weight, if you haven't received the promotion, if you haven't written the book but have been wanting to, if you haven't deepened your relationships, gotten more control, or learned the skill... I can pretty much bet you spent more time on reacting, responding, avoiding, and repeating than on planning. In most cases, I find my clients, I find these amazing women are not stuck because they're not doing anything, right? That is not you. I know. I know, of course, you're working, you're hustling, you're doing all the things that you've been told to do, that you think you should be doing, right? And I'm willing to bet that you are actually planning, I I think just to get through our days, there's some level of planning that goes on. However, I'm also willing to bet you're just simply not planning in a way that works, right? You're simply planning in a way that doesn't work. Usually, you're planning too short-term or too long-term, okay? Like you're thinking about the next immediate thing you got to do, like reacting, or you're thinking about something that's way far in the future or too far in the future, but what you're missing are those mission-critical steps that are in between, in between the next immediate thing and in between that final goal. But what does happen when you really do learn how to plan effectively? Let me tell you some examples here. Last month, one of my clients, Miss Janet, Miss Janet, if you're not nasty, planned the time and strategy to create a system that she was able to delegate. So it was a combo of like her contracts agreements and her invoicing. She was able to get that off her plate, create the system around it, and this saved her three hours a week and priceless anxiety. But this all required a good deal of planning, right? However, could you could you benefit? Could you imagine what it's like to have three extra hours a week or 12 hours a month? Crazy, right? Or last quarter, another client, Jennifer, lost 15 pounds in her first two months of us working together, not because she hadn't tried it before, not because she didn't have the plan, like she had a plan, but not because she wasn't smart enough, because she wasn't planning correctly prior to that. So how would you feel if you fit into your skinny jeans finally? Or last week, another client, Jackie, she went from feeling utterly chaotic to enjoying a consistent routine so she could spend quality time with her kids and get back to gardening, a hobby that she had given up to given up on because she had no time, right? She wanted to do it. She'd been thinking about it for a long time. She had no time and now she could. So I'm just giving you the examples because I want you to be thinking, where could you be putting your energy? Where could you be putting your time? Who could you be giving it to if you had more of it? 
right? Your cost of not planning is the amount of fulfillment and money and control and consistently and that peace of mind that you truly deserve, that you work so hard for, for so dang long. Now, improper planning will cost you more in the long run than almost anything else imaginable. Okay, so let's just bring this home and go through like an example that I feel like you might be able to relate to because I know this happens to me. I'm not perfect. I say all the time, I fall off these things. I'll fall off planning, but I now know the tools to get right back on. So that's that's the great thing. When you know you have a plan that works and you have a system, you'll fall off because life ain't perfect. Things happen. But just having that peace of mind, having that confidence, it just raises your your self-esteem knowing that, oh, I know what to do, but I'll get back on it in the morning, right? Okay, so let's say this. Let's say you know a project is coming up, right? Or you know an event is right around the corner, or you know something is happening and you have that meeting on your calendar, okay? You, you have that. And you've thought ahead about it. You've gone over the details. You've made a list, right, related to that project or event or that meeting. So, in your mind, you're like, I'm planned. I've planned to be ready. And then it, like, why then, if you're planned and you're ahead of it or on top of it, are you still running around like cray-cray hours or minutes before it's go time? Like, why does that still happen no matter how much, how many lists we've made or the things we've had on the calendar or the details you believe you've gone through that are in your head? So here's what actually happens. Like most awesome, ambitious women in the world, you are what I call an SP, an SP, a semi-planner. Now, semi-planners are awesome. You're amazing. You are lovely. You're smart. You are driven. You are ambitious. You're conscientious. You take pride in your work and you value integrity. However, because you're going, 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 going all day long, because you're doing, 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 doing all the time, your expectations of how much you can get done in a given period of time is just a little bit off, shall we say. A little bit wonky, might be a good word, disproportionate, unrealistic, right? What you think you can get done in a certain amount of time is not in alignment with reality of how much you can actually get done. So if that sounds familiar, maybe this is what happens. Maybe you're like, you have a big presentation, it's in two weeks, and you know it's going to require a certain amount of hours to create it and practice it. So you plan, because you're a planner, right? You plan, or you want to get ahead of it for once. You're like, I'm going to start next Monday, so I have a whole week to get work to get working on it and to get ready for it. So I'm not up against the gun the last minute. At the week start, however, you get bogged down with two new projects, You also, there's like some unforeseen ad hoc requests from one of your clients, right? This happens. So instead of really committing to that time that you had planned to work on that presentation, now you are working on this other stuff that's come up. So when you finally sit down to start working on the presentation, now you have three days left instead of five days left. All right, no big deal. You can still get it done. So, and you, and by the way, over the course of the last couple of weeks, you've had all these great ideas and you're actually thinking about it, right? But none of them are coming to mind at this moment when you need to sit down and actually do it. We're like, where are all those great ideas? And I know I've been planning in my head, but why is it not there now? So now you're frustrated by all this information. You've got to dig through it all. You're overwhelmed by how much you still have to get done. You only have a few more days. So because of that, often what might happen, we're sort of paralyzed 
and it's so big. And now we just jump into some other project that's like a lower hanging fruit. Um, you know, it's just easier to do. You're like, I can knock this out. And now we're like, oh my gosh, I only have under two days to go. And I have to get back to this presentation. And you're like, okay, now I'm going to finally sit down and do it. I'm going to compile all the research. But that, of course, takes you like a full half a day or a day longer than you thought it was going to. And now, oh my gosh, we're down to a day. And we've got to design these slides. And each slide is so painful and so time-consuming. And now you're totally stressed out and you're up against the gun. And now you're thinking, how did this happen? Because I had planning on my calendar. I had planned to have a couple weeks. And now I'm still in the same position. Okay, so you're staying up half the night, you're sleep deprived, you are really annoyed when you can't find the copier in the morning or it's jammed or you can't get the Zoom thing to work or the link isn't working, right? And it's just a nightmare. All of it, it's like you're barely making everything on time and you deliver it, but it's under such stressful circumstances. Like you make your deadline because you usually do, but you're like, I wish I had had more time to practice or I wish I had time to make it a little bit better or... You know, I just wish I wasn't so stressed out when it was delivered. So you might just tell yourself in this case, you know what? It's I. It's I. At least I got it done on time. I met my deadline. Or you might just kind of make that excuse and say, oh, it's okay. It's okay. You know what? This is just the way it is. This is the way life is because I've got so much on my plate. This is normal. You've normalized this stressful way of living. You have normalized this way of semi-planning so that when you, even when you're up against the gun, you get it down, you're like, this is just normal. Let's just normalize this. Let's just make this the way it has to be. All right, my friend, I am calling you out. I'm calling you out, semi-planner, because this is not the way it has to go. I promise you, it does not need to feel like this all the time. There is no reason you should find yourself in this stressful situation and certainly not over and over and over again, right? It is time, my sweet, to retrain your planning muscles, okay? I want to take you from semi-planner to awesome kick-ass planner because like I've said over and over, this is the number one trait. It is everything. It's everything part of your personal life. It's everything part of your professional life. It's the meal planning and the invoice planning and the presentation planning and the laundry planning and the time with my family planning. It's, it's, it feels like overwhelming. I was saying there's so much planning, but I'm telling you that planning sets you free. If you want true freedom in your life, if you want to stop reacting to everybody else's demands and needs and requests and start living in the driver's seat, like you're in control, then you will embrace this idea of planning and say it's not an overwhelming process. And what it is, it's giving me the freedom that I've been craving and desiring and that I'm so deserving of for so long. The most powerful way to do this is to reverse engineer your goals. You work backward from the day you need to deliver or you need to respond or you need to create or attend or whatever you need to do from that point to today. You work backwards and then you plan, here it is, for reals. And I mean for reals. This ain't no semi-planning anymore. This is not a partial list. This is not storing those great ideas in your head. This is not thinking, I'll remember that when the time comes. This is literally planning out the details in terms of the energy, the resources, and the time required each day to get to that point. 
And that small investment of time, because I promise when you start using your muscles, this is not hours of planning time. This is a small investment of time. Sometimes it's 10 minutes, 30 minutes, 15 minutes, eight minutes, three minutes sometimes. It's not huge, but the investment pays itself out like a thousandfold. So this also means actually putting this stuff in writing because this is where the magic happens. You see what you really have the time for, what you don't have the time for. You're truly setting expectations in a realistic way so you can plan accordingly. So blowing off this step, if that's what you're typically, if you're blowing this off or you're semi-planning, that would be like, uh, let's say you you were an architect and you're working on a home without a blueprint. Would you feel comfortable living in that house if they were just ad hoc throwing it all together without actually making sure it's all in flow and has a solid foundation and is just a really strong structure? No bueno. No, you wouldn't. I know you wouldn't. Listen, semi-planners usually don't reverse engineer down to those little pesky details. So they, so maybe you, end up stressed against a deadline or running on fumes all the freaking time. And it's so frustrating. It's not fun. No, it's not. It's not rewarding. It's not deserving. It's not living to your potential. It's certainly keeping you in a scattered, chaotic, disorganized, just like not self-fulfilling way to be living. If you've been with me for a while, you know, I'm always talking about this impact that this has on your self-esteem, your confidence, you know, just the role modeling you're doing. Even if you look pretty organized on the outside, if you're if you're feeling stressed out on the inside, what that's doing to you, that's eating you away. It's like chipping away at your self-esteem, your health, your mental sanity, your energy, your capacity for creativity, your ability to connect. It's not good. So listen, I know, again, you're listening to this. I know you showed up to this, to, to this today. I know you put the time in here to hear this. So I know you are capable of reaching all your goals and dreams sans without drowning in chaos. So I challenge you, I challenge you to step up and start planning all the details. Move from semi-planner, move from content, from a little bit of a planning to fully planning out or reverse engineer from when I need to deliver or create or respond to or get that thing done, work backwards and go through all those little details. Now, listen, I'm going to, I feel like I know that I can help you do this. If it doesn't come naturally, it doesn't always come naturally to most people. We have to learn it. But, but I do want to leave you with a challenge because, you know, every week I leave you with a challenge. And so I know there's a part of this that you can do on your own. I know that even without any support from me or anybody else, you're like, I know I could be planning this detail about this thing a little bit better. So that's my challenge for you this week. In the next 24 hours, pick one project, one project on your plate that's coming up, it's upcoming, that you can better prepare for. And then take action on it. Do it. Let me know you did it. Lady, come on over. Share it with me so I can support you, guide you, help you, give you, you know, just work together. Come on over to lifeisorganized.com forward slash podcast forward slash, I think this is 55, and join me over there in the comments. Listen, the world needs your talents. The world needs your skills. The world needs you. Can't you plan ahead to provide it in the best quality possible? Yes, you can. 
As always, you are the best for showing up here. Lifers, I want to encourage you that if you could use some help with keeping everything on your plate straight, if you want to stop procrastinating what you know you really should be doing, if you want to stop getting sucked into the email black hole, if you want to stop feeling like you're drinking from a fire hose every day, then let's spend a free session together figuring out what you can do. You can book a session with me to get started. Please do this. I provide mentorship and training and accountability to finally reach your goals professionally and personally. So come on over to lifeisorganized.com forward slash apply and let's chat. I think you know by now I'm a pretty nice person. i here to encourage you. I will never try to strong arm you or bully you or stress you out or pressure you to do anything you don't want to do. But I highly encourage you for I highly encourage you to have a conversation so you can just start thinking about things a little differently. Listen, I will leave you with this. It is not easy to show up at work, at home, in your relationships as the support and the nurturer and the mentor and the role model day after day after day. Oh, believe me. Believe me, my friend. I get it. So I thank you for showing up here, for spending your precious time with me, for having your awesome attitude and energy. And it is truly my honor to support you on this journey through life. I love you. Here's to you, sweet friend. And I will catch you next time. Bye-bye.